Dino's thrown the cat amongst the pigeons, so to speak, with his Joseph Suwali um, debate, which has got people fired up, you know, I've got to say. And um, there's one here from Morning Rain Bulldog. I wonder why Gus is so wound up about Joseph Suwali. His, his decision to leave the game is not like the first play to do it. Cheers, Wolf from Scone. It's correct. Yeah, look, he, he will stay, Ray. He should stay. And then he can go. After his two years, he's done his commitments to rugby league. I still think he will come back, albeit... Uh, you think he will? I think he will. Mm. After the World Cup, I think he'll have enough of rugby and he'll want to come back to a game where he's challenged a bit more. Watch but out. Let's be yeah. interested in hear what Zorba has to say about the great Suali's decision. Correct. Zorb's on the line. Pete, good morning. Morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Uh, yeah, interesting, isn't it? Uh, Joseph Suali. He's a special talent. He's uh, display at centre and fullback in the Roosters' win over Parramatta at Allianz on Thursday was uh, simply stunning. He's um, he's really an Israel Folau or a Greg, Inge- Greg Inglis evolving. I remember when I saw both of those players for the first time and I thought, wow, they're going to be special players. They were just so good at such a young age. They stood out immediately in their respective um, um, Careers when they came through the Melbourne Storm, tall, strong, fast, skillful. And uh, Joseph is a carbon copy. His ability to easily lay on tries for his outside men was on show on Thursday with his skipper James Tedesco out of the game early. He shouldered extra responsibility with ease and with two more seasons mm. to go on his contract. And I think the Roosters will ensure that he plays those out. The sky's the limit. I... Um, I love the verbal battle between um, Phil Gould and Trent Robinson during the week. Obviously, Trent's going to stand up for his player and, um, and Gus is going to grab headlines with so many outlets to, uh, to do that. Um, look, I'm, I'm of the opinion that the big money's played a part. Um, I'm of the opinion that, you know, he obviously likes the game from playing it as a young youngster, but he looks to me like he loves winning and he's not going to do much of that in rugby at a top level. Um, I watched some sevens during the week and we can't even play that in rugby. We got beaten by the USA, which is hardly a giant in the world of rugby. So, I don't know. And and they're talking now about playing sevens, Suwali, when he goes as well. Um, I just think that's um, that's using a a Rolls-Royce to... uh, just go up the road and do the shopping in. Just ridiculous. Yeah, no, it certainly has created debate. Hey, Saul, before we get into a couple of your topics, quick one here from Gordon from Yarimba. Peter Peters, um, do you think Latrell Mitchell has been playing in a dinner suit like I do? The bloke simply has to get more involved in a game. That's from Gordon, of course. Rabbitohs losing 18-10 to the Storm. Should Latrell move to centres? Well, he's a great player wherever he plays. Mm. I think what we've got to get, or what... Um, Jason Demetrio's got to get out of uh, Latrell, and he hinted at it at, um, at the press conference after the game that he's just got to get more involved. He doesn't seem to be... Um, I mean, when he gets involved, it's just a silky touch, and it's great, um, but not enough. And um, the Rabbitohs aren't good enough overall to have him not playing at an absolute more involvement mm. level in the game. And I think it's there for everyone to see. Um You'd be uh, uh, you'd be not not facing up to the real facts if you uh, if you thought otherwise. Um, Got to get more involved. Start getting a move on mm-hmm. South Sydney. I mean that that loss um, eighteen ten to the Storm. 
um, really puts them back in the field a little bit, and so are my tip to win the comp. They're going to need to improve a lot on um, on their recent performances to do that, but they can. Hey, Zorb, I interviewed you during the week for a Daily Telegraph story about Chris Menz's decision to reject any funding for suburban grounds, and you were quite strong in your quotes around Brookvale and how it has deteriorated and how funding is required. If funding isn't required, or isn't given rather, to Brookvale Oval, do you fear one day that the grand old ground, much like Leichhardt and other suburban grounds, may be forced to close for major sporting events like NRL? I don't think so, Bulldog, simply because the new centre of excellence and the new grandstand has lifted it. There's a complete new surface, so the old cow paddock is gone. So there have been some improvements, and strangely enough, the locals love the hill. Um, you wouldn't get me up there for love or money, but uh, at a crowded game, um, simply because you struggle to, A, get a drink, B, get something to eat, and C, go to the toilet. Um, and you can hardly move from up there, and heaven knows what goes on on that hill. Um, I, uh, what are you suggesting? <laughs> well, I'm suggesting that the bottle, the empty bottles, may be used for something. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> Which is a bit archaic, isn't it, when we're in 2023? Absolutely. But look, I, I think eventually they're going to have to come to the party, and I think Peter Vlandis will force that issue. And it's not just Brookvale. It's, it's Leichhardt, and they deserve it, the Tigers. Um, and it's not, it's, not, it's not just Brookvale Oval and Leichhardt. We've got other grounds as well. Cronulla, great club, on the rise, doing very, very well off the field as well. They deserve a ground that gets um, some money thrown at it. Um, it shouldn't all be going um, to the Golden West. And I think the, the chairman of the West Tigers a couple of weeks ago, he hit the nail on the head. He said, look, if they're going to do improvements at Penrith, don't go into the into the trotting track area. Give them X amount of dollars and then have some left over for the other suburban grounds as well. So we're improving four clubs as well. I um, look, I understand hospitals and and um, and the like, and schools are uh, of paramount importance. But so is sport in our community, and particularly when we're looking at um, so many people today that are having issues with their health and well-being. And sport is a great outlet. And that Northern Beaches area is one area of Sydney that's been neglected when it comes to sport. And they've provided so many sporting uh, heroes for, um, for our state and our country. Yeah, no, hard to argue with you, Sorb. Hey, Sorb, Dolphins, a bit of a reality check, losing 38-12 to the Dragons yesterday. Yeah, five weeks in, and the Dolphins have lost their fins, really. Um, depth was always going to be an issue for uh, Wayne Bennett's new side, and that was evident in last night's 38-12 to loss in the gong to St. George Illawarra. No Felice Cafusi and no Sean O'Sullivan on top of an injury to Anthony Milford has brought the Dolphins down to a level um, that, um, that they're going to struggle to get out of. The great start to the NRL will soon be a memory. They... Remember, they beat the Roosters' first game in a, in a massive upset. They've slipped to seventh already, and they play the Cowboys in the South in the next two weeks. I can't see them winning those games with the personnel they've got on deck and available, and they're going to struggle hard, and they don't have the necessary depth to get through injury issues. They played a Ben Hunt-inspired Dragons into form last night, 
Hunt is exactly what the Dolphins are missing, an inspired halfback leader. Now, Zorb, there's many texts flowing in this morning asking us to ask you, have you changed your mind about the Broncos? And I'm saying it in a nice way, the texts aren't so complimentary. In what way about the Broncos? I have already admitted that I got it wrong uh, about the Broncos and they will be a top four side and challenge. I, um, I didn't have them uh, anywhere near that at the start of the season and um, I apologised a couple of weeks ago. So I suggest those people go to their chemist today, get some <laughs> cotton buds and something to clean their ears out so they don't jump on the bandwagon and, um, and ask me, could I have a different view when I've already changed my view? I'll tell you what I did see last night. I saw a young player that scored four tries and still doesn't get a win. Um, Mm. I don't know how many times that's happened in the NRL, but a 32-all draw uh, with Newcastle and Manly and Mudge. I've got to say, I thought uh, Newcastle a bit unlucky. Um, Now, Young is... um, Dominic Young is roosters bound next season, and the 21-year-old giant showed how lethal he is on the left wing with a stunning display of speed and power. Can you believe he played New South Wales Cup last week? He's a good he was player. Jeez, and he good only player. came into the side as a, a late inclusion. The try that he mm. started and scored to put Newcastle in front 28-16 was the best try I've seen all year. Yep. Um, his teammates combined beautifully in it. It was, it was brilliant. But he, leaving him out of the side for the start of the game uh, in the team selection is mystifying, even allowing for the fact he's going to the Roosters next year. Um, and he had a case of the dropsies in the club's home win over Canberra Raiders the week before. He's a weapon. Mm. What a 12-try yeah. sweep for the fans in Mudgee. And I've, I've got to say, um, Lockie Miller is a revelation at fullback for, uh, for the Newcastle Knights. I mean, there's not too many people at the moment saying... We're missing Caelan Ponga. <laughs> and I never thought that would be the case at Newcastle. Yeah, good point. Did Bradman best score, Zorb? Uh, no, not really. Not with the rules of the game, he didn't score. What do you think, Dino? Uh, I'm with Zorba. Really? Gee, OK, I must... And I don't like to say that because I don't like our thoughts to align. It worries me. Oh, I just... No, and neither you should. Um, <laughs> what about the West Tigers, boys? I mean, the difference yeah, between first and last, yeah. it's the Pacific Ocean. West Tigers got a reality check last night when they measured uh, where they are in the NRL. It was painful viewing. Nothing about the Tigers would make their long-suffering fans feel good. And I don't even feel good about putting the boot into them this morning, but I will do it. Their big off-season buys are down to the level of their new teammates. And the old theory of you play with dogs, you catch fleas is really paramount at the West Tigers. The Dream Team coaching team look a rabble. Now, I'm, I'm mystified as to why Coach Tim Sheen sits sideline with old mate and they both look like they're auditioning for an episode of Grumpy Old Men. If Sheen's is grooming Benji Marshall for the head role coming down the track in two years, surely match conditions and how you handle match conditions are a big part of that. But Benji's up top in the box and Sheen's is downstairs on the sideline. None from five and Parramatta on Easter Monday will bring up a half dozen 
losses to show the gap between last and second last. It's a horror show at West Tigers, and I can't see them coming out of it anytime soon. I know another bloke who could audition for Grumpy Old Men. Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. He's about to get, I think he's about to get cut off. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> hey, Tom, before you go, we do need your tips today. Sharks take on the Warriors. That's the 4.05pm game. And then at 6.15pm, Bulldogs versus Cowboys. Two great games. Mm. Before that, has anybody ever seen... And I, I, Look, we've just watched the retirement of the all-time great hooker in our game, 430 matches, Cameron Smith. He's the GOAT, retired in 2021. But... I don't. I can't recall in my time in rugby league a hooker getting across the field to make a cover defending tackle in the corner like he was a reincarnation of Ron Coote. And we saw it the other night where um, Harry Grant was where, it? Yeah. where Harry Grant yeah. got across and denied South Sydney a try in the right corner to uh, Isaac Thompson. It came. Uh, just a minute after Nick Meaney had, had done a similar thing in the left corner um, to deny Alec Johnson a try. But in all of all of Cameron Smith's 430 games, I never saw him come across the field like that to save a try in the corner with a copybook tackle like Harry Grant did the other night. He's a superstar yeah. on the rise. I, I know play. we've known that for a long yeah. time now, but he just gets better every week. He can play. What's your tips today's today, game? Yep. Sharks mm-hmm. and Warriors. Now, the Warriors, and they've, they've won three, lost one in their four games. They're doing really well, and so is their coach, Andrew Webster. And they're not going to win today's game either. Uh, we saw Nico Hines, the Dalian winner, come back last week in absolutely superb form against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. They've got Braden Trindle, who was doing great in, uh, in uh, Nico Hines' absence at halfback. He'll be on the bench to give them a little bit of variety. Sharks to win that one against the Warriors in what should be a good game. And the Bulldogs host the Cowboys at a core. And, wow, it's hard enough losing players uh, in games, but to lose a player like Viliami Kikau at training after a training miss out with a, uh, uh, with a concussion is, uh, is really tough luck. That's going to hurt them. Josh Reynolds back on the bench for um, Canterbury Bulldogs will be uh, interesting. Um, two from two, both sides. Going for the Cowboys to win this one. They've got more spark in their side, and I think the Bulldogs will miss kick out. So um, my selections today, and they'll both win. Sharks all up into the Cowboys. Good on you, Thanks, Zorb. Zorb. We'll talk next week, mate. See you, boys.